Hello, and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Uh, here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from my stage show and beyond into the studio to talk about uh, sex and sexuality a little more in-depthly with me. And this week, I have a super special guest. I'm so excited. This is going to be an amazing episode. Uh, Cam Girl Bad Kitty! Woo! Woohoo! Bad Kitty! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Which I didn't even know that was like your your name like your yeah. your instagram handle and your your cam name yeah it was kind of silly because like i kind I of it. feel like i have like a cat like personality and i have a cat tattoo <gasps> oh damn it's amazing which tattoo. is weird because like i'm allergic to cats and people are like oh you have a cat and i'm like no it's it's me it's more of my spirit animal <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but a uh, bad kitty just kind of came out of that and the bad just just makes sense yeah you know, naughty. Naughty kitty. <laughs> I, although, good kitty is kind of hot as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are, uh, I just kind of met you in the store that I work at. Yeah. And we just started chatting. I was buying a butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's the smallest butt plug <laughs> yeah. ever? I'm like, this one sometimes get lost in people. <laughs> so perfect. small. You're like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's funny is um, that exact same day I bought a butt plug for myself nice. from the store but um I like a way bigger uh plug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my mine was actually um the anal anal fantasy is the brand um and it's a uh, gaper um okay. and it, it's in their xl <laughs> gaper next year yeah yeah I mean give it a year you yeah. know um, I've been doing it a little while. Yeah. Um, but well, since we were chatting kind of in the store, you mm-hmm. mentioned to me that you were just kind of starting out camming. Yeah, I, I tell it to anyone I can. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool that you're so open about it. Yeah. I just, I love it so much. Yeah. And it really helps me feel sexy. Yes. Because like I used to be like almost 300 pounds, like I'm covered in stretch marks. And like I started the whole bad kitty Instagram because I just wanted to post sexy photos. But like the to- thing about growing up in a small town is that like you're almost really judged by the people you love for like showing skin. Yeah, sure. So, like, coming out here into the city and starting, like, an anonymous Instagram, I was just able to show my titties and, well, you know, no nipple. Yeah, but, yeah, that Instagram. Yeah. Free the nipple, everybody. That turned into a, a Twitter account, which is now starting, and that's where I post my nudes. Yep. <laughs> and then I just noticed on Instagram there was some really hot girls doing this thing called camming yeah. on my free cams yeah. here in Toronto. And I just checked them out and I watched their cam and I'm like, I have to try this. That's amazing. How long did that take before? Like, so you're posting some sexy, um, so some started nudies. last summer. Yeah. Posting just like, you know, cleavage shots mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and that made you feel what? Um, Why did you like that? Or? Se- well, it made me feel sexy. It gave yeah. me that attention. Because also, too, like, it's very much been just me and my boyfriend for, like, five years. Because when I left my hometown, I was quitting. Like, I was drinking every single night. Like, I was Mm -hmm. partying every night. And, like, I still enjoy partying now, but not every night. You know, (laughs) it takes a toll. Yeah, especially as you get older. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to quit, like, some really hard drugs. And I I quit all my friends. And it was just me and my boyfriend for the longest time. But he works. 
from like six a.m. to eleven. So I'm like, Whoa. I'm like attention like deprived. Deprived. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going to the internet to just get the attention from all these yeah. people. But it's turned into something really cool. What about like your um? What changed like about your body image? So something happened when like I was originally hanging out with all my original friends and partying. Like you know, I I dressed slutty and loved it. Yeah. But then once I quit everything and quit my friends, it was like I lost my identity, mm. and it was like I lost all my favorite bands, and I just I didn't show my body, and I was just finding out who I was again. I literally had to find myself again. And then once I started showing my cleavage again, because I love my tits, yeah. I love showing my <laughs> cleavage, it just kind of all started happening Yeah, once I started finding me again. It with... just kind of all fell back into place. Yeah. Finding that, like, authentic self. It was like putting on an old glove that had been made even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through the worn, like, you know, a worn glove just fits you so much better than yeah. a new glove. Um, and I'm sure, like, losing all the weight had a huge part mm-hmm. of it did you have ever have kind of a disconnect like after you lost the weight about your body like did you still feel like you were I still have trouble like I judge every little part of me because my brain is still that 300 pound goth kid who's getting mm-hmm. made fun of by everyone in high yeah. school um and that still happens today and that's why like I started posting pictures of myself to just like drill it into my brain like Sam like you are sexy like get it into your head yeah And, like, a big thing about my Instagram is I'm also promoting, like, loving who you are. Like, you don't need makeup. You don't need, like, hours of all this stuff. Like, just show you and be proud of it. Like, yeah, you can wear makeup, too. But, like... Your brand, your own brand of sexy. Yeah, yeah, that's a, like, a a body positivity type. Yeah, I use that tag sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the Bopo tag. I I hate hashtags, but, you know, you gotta give it. You gotta, yeah, you gotta give it. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Like, that you don't have to be somebody else's definition of sexy. Exactly, yeah. And that sexy isn't constricted to a certain weight, a certain color, yeah. a certain, you know, wearing makeup, having exactly. your hair did, like, age, yeah. all those things. Because, like, like, I'm at a point now where, like, you know, my shirt on, you can't tell that my stomach's covered in stretch marks, but then when I lift my shirt up, you know, there is a ton of stretch marks. Yeah. So, like, I'm super insecure, so what I do is, like, I post photos that make me uncomfortable, I find like this is an angle I don't like about myself, but I'm going to show it anyways. And I'm going to just and, believe yeah. it's beautiful and, and sexy. And yeah. yeah, I haven't had that many haters yet, thankfully. Just a couple. Yeah, uh, there's always going to see internet. But there's yeah, always going to be I've, someone. I've some been piece really of shit. lucky so far, but I'm ready because I'm just going to I'm just going to kill them with positivity. <laughs> exactly. No, that's so good, and that's so good for people to see. Um, Images of real fucking bodies, yeah. like, cause, ugh, fuck, you know, like, we have pimples, we have, we have stretch marks, we're, yeah. we have a bit of extra weight here, we got the jiggle, we got yeah. something sagging, like that's fucking life, yeah. that's bodies, like, and it's just people don't even know what bodies are look like, and they think they're supposed to look like this photoshopped, airbrushed. Girl, yeah. Growing up, I was so hard on myself because I thought, like, all the images that the media presented to me, like, I was supposed to be this perfect skinny girl. So I remember, because, like, I yo-yoed my whole life. I went through eating disorders, losing weight, just, like, starving myself. And then I went through... I was addicted to ecstasy for, like, three months. Just, like, dropped all my weight there. So, like, I yo-yoed because... I had lost my weight in negative ways. Yes. And then, of course, I gained it all back. Of course, yeah, because you didn't figure out the real reason. Yeah. The real root of it. I always told myself, once I lose my weight, then I'm worthy. 
And, like, I still find myself thinking that to this day, and I have to just be like, no, like, this is so whack. Like, yeah. I even have, like, a life coach now trying to, like, talk awesome. me through it. <laughs> That's amazing. It was, it was scary about having a coach, but my friend also used her. So I was like, okay, like, I know she's good. I know she's not just someone being like, I'm a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there even a certification for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can anybody just be like, yo, I'm a life coach? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. help people with their lives, you know? It was actually... Um, the girl who my boyfriend started dating, Mm -hmm. she was the one who had the coach and the coach was to help us go into a like open relationship. So that's originally why I got the coach, but she's just helped me with so much more. Right. Were you, so you said you were with a boyfriend for like a five-year block. Yeah. Was that the same boyfriend? So you're monogamous for that long and then... Technically monogamous. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized like halfway through us being together, we were at a strip club one night in Montreal and he's just like, Sam, like, you love strippers more than me. Like, you you need to accept the fact that you love women. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how are we going to make this work? He's like, I'm pretty sure we can make it work. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so just recently, like, a couple months ago, we both just, we were talking to this guy who has, like, three girlfriends. And he's working in the same, like, field that my boyfriend works in. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of opened our eyes up to being polyamorous. Mm-hmm. So as soon as me and Scott were like, yeah, let's try it. Like not within a week, he just met this girl on Facebook. And like, he's the type of guy who's like, he's totally like about risks. Like he doesn't like taking risks. Like he's very calculated and it was very out of character, but him and her just started being like, Hey, like calling each other sexy and like just diving into it. So that's when, you know, like, it's like, okay, like you're totally going out of your character now. Like, you know, what did you think of that? Well, I was all for it. Like we talked about it a lot. So I'm like, do it. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, like, because they kind of fell in love before they met. Interesting. So they were, like, texting and An stuff. online romance. It was an online romance. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Like, just get her to come out and see you and, like, all this stuff. And, like, my logic told me I was going to be okay with it. My logic told me, like, yeah, like, she can sleep in the bed with us and all this stuff. And then she got here. Mm-hmm. It was the day of. And I was freaking out. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, I was supposed to go home and hang out with her. And I didn't, I didn't show up. Like I texted, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I couldn't go home. And I was just walking around Toronto until like 1am. Oh no. And then like, I finally got home and like, I remember going home and like my boyfriend was passed out naked on the bed because they had just, you know, had 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 a sex marathon. Yeah. And she was on the couch just talking to her boyfriend. So it was like, it was very surreal. And like, I had to wake him up, be like, I'm having a really I'm in shock right now. Like this is way harder than I thought it would be. So it was just like three days of walking around the city and like crying oh no yeah it's tough man yeah like the first time we kind of were starting to experiment with polyamory Mm -hmm. I did the same thing where I like totally romanticized it beforehand you don't calculate your emotions no yeah you and you can think all you want how you're gonna feel and how you think you're gonna react and want to feel and how you yes good point how you want to feel um, but you don't know, you do not know until you get yourself in that <laughs> no, position. Until you're oh, in the room. Yeah, until you're in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Like with a lot of sex acts, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you can fantasize about it all you want, but until you're yeah. like in the room. Well, what I didn't realize too is like, I like her as a person, but I'm not sexually she attracted to really her. like get that spark going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Were you guys. Uh, originally looking for, like, kind of a, th- a third, well, so all of yeah, you would play? Originally that was... we did, like, we were like, let's do polyamorous, but it turned into open. Yeah. And we, okay. we, we came to the conclusion, like, he's going to like entrepreneurs. 
and I'm gonna like people that he's not gonna like. like yeah, you have different, totally different types. <laughs> yeah. So, but that that's okay. Like, it's it's it was the most painful thing that had happened to me that I can think of, but it was the best thing. Yeah. Because then I was just realized how dependent I was on Scott, mm-hmm. and like I realized, oh my god, like I need to start making some money for myself and like just doing all this. And then camming happened, and then I'm like. Well, this is but the, yeah, this is the thing because too, like he had to start dividing up his time now between me and yes. her. Yeah, and like I said, he already he works from like six to like eleven. So already you weren't seeing him a ton. Exactly. So, so now you're seeing him half as much. Yeah. So I was just like I was a mess. But then once I started camming in the evenings, all that mess was gone. All of a sudden, I instead of being like crying at night. Like, please come fuck me. I'm so horny because all these people <laughs> just adored me online. <laughs> so it was it was really great for me because it was part of what I was doing anyways. And it was like helped our relationship. Yeah. It's just been fucking awesome. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. We we still struggle too. We're like two years into it, and same same yeah, idea. It's a progress yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started just for people that don't completely realize maybe some of the differences between the term open and the term polyamory. Um, I'm, and I'm sure there's there's a lot of room for what these terms mean to each individual person. Yeah. But in general, it's like polyamory is like a group thing where you've got your little family, your little sex family kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Uh, <laughs> and then open is more like that you have separate experiences yes. um, and you go out and kind of date. Yeah. Um, and there's all kinds of, there's a huge spectrum in both of being yeah. uh um, of, you know, all their res- any, any restrictions at all versus like nothing versus do you have it hierarchical, um, or are your, all your partners kind of seen in an equal light? Do you not use labels at all? There's like, <laughs> yeah. it's so fucking complicated. There's so many. It's so fucking complicated. Yeah. <laughs> because we as well are, we still have threesomes, but mm-hmm. we don't, really well where we are right now is that we're not kind of dating in a polyamorous kind of mm-hmm. thing right now it's kind of more open <laughs> yeah, yeah. where at one point I would be like yes that's exactly what I want like yeah. I, w- I wanted them to like I wanted to fucking buy a king size bed and like yeah. you know have our happy little triad family at felt. one point yeah she's yeah. coming she has a boyfriend too yeah which right it was kind of made it easier because it wasn't just some woman being with my man, you know, right. that whole mentality. That, that might, like, take him away Yeah, or just, something like, that biological like that. process that happens in our brain. Yeah. But her and her boyfriend are coming to Toronto um, on the 24th, so we're all gonna hang out. But he, uh, my, my boyfriend, goes to see her because she lives in Georgia. Yeah. So, but, like, he's had a threesome with her and her boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> they all got drunk one night. Right, and, right. Yeah. But, uh, so the boyfriend's doing good with the fact that she's dating two guys. (laughs) But it was a process for him too, man. For everybody. Like, some people ask about, like, what about, what about jealousy? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you guys do about jealousy? And it, and for me, it's like, because there's a term called compersion. Mm -hmm. And that means the complete opposite of jealousy. That you actually get joy and, and validation from your partner being with someone else yeah like you just think that's the greatest thing in the world it's the complete yeah. opposite of jealousy yeah but I feel like I don't totally feel compersion a lot sometimes I do but mm-hmm. in some situations I don't and I feel a bit of that jealousy 
I try not to think that it's like that toxic jealousy of like, I'm not worried he's going to be taken away. I find jealousy is like, it's we're almost insecure with ourselves. Like, yeah. We feel like we're not good enough. So then we're like, oh God. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a me thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and I, I don't even know if I would use the word jealousy. I'd use the word maybe insecurity. Yeah. That's what I go to for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, yeah. So when people are like, well, don't you get jealous? That's the main question. Yeah. Don't you get jealous? And it's like, yeah, I get a blend of jealousy and insecurity and stuff like that at times. But in general, if I wasn't totally happy for him Mm -hmm. to be with this person, I would not be doing it. Yeah. Well, like a big thing for me is like we, me and Scott realized we have needs that each other can't meet. He needs an entrepreneurial girlfriend where he can just talk about marketing all day. And, like, he talked to marketing to me, and I'm just like, shoot me in the face. Like, <laughs> I cannot do it. Yeah. So, like, he realized he needs an entrepreneurial girlfriend. I need someone who I can smoke a joint with. And chill. And just watch movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, and, and it ends up being a nice thing that you can get different things from different partners, right? Yeah. Because it's a big pressure to want everything from the one partner. I find knowing that there's someone meeting needs that he can't, like, that I can't fill, like, that does give me some comfort. Because it's like, okay, like, he's going to be happy because he's getting those things he needs yeah. that I can't give. Which can also be scary and insecure. Can, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I agree. Even, like, in a sex thing, what, yeah. what I like about it is that he gets different types of sex from mm-hmm. different types of people. Yeah. You know, we do our thing, and he loves yes. that, and I love that. But he also likes different types of sex that we don't really do. Yes. So he gets to have all these different types of sex. Yeah, so with his girlfriend now, my boyfriend, he gets very sensual sex from her. Like, she's really short, I'm really tall. Mm-hmm. So And she's also Latino, yeah. And so that's a whole other, you know, spicy cultural, cultural thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and like, you know, she has a big ass. I have big tits, but when me and Scott have sex, like we do, like, we get really like rough. Like we slap each other around. Yeah. There's lots of spanking. He calls me a dirty little slut. He yeah. spits on my face. Bad I call kitty. Him daddy. <laughs> but like, he doesn't do that with her. Right. And like, I'm big on like oral, like I have a fetish with sucking dick. Yeah. It comes from being overweight and then, like, realizing that, like, I don't know, there was just something about pleasing someone. Oh, yeah. And it it's just... Hot. Yeah. So, I don't remember where I was going with that, because I just got distracted thinking By about how blowjobs. I love blowjobs. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Um, no, oh. I was thinking about dick. But I was now <laughs> just thinking about dick. Um, yeah, to pick up what I was saying before... Um, that, yeah, we feel these types mm-hmm. of negative feelings, for yeah. sure. Um, they exist, but I think we the intent is to try to cater the relationships so you feel those feelings as little as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Communication is huge. Communication is the, the biggest, and communication is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I find it difficult. Yeah. Um, but you got to keep doing it and... Yeah, you you got to like like even two years in, it's still a learning curve. Yeah, there's still situations that come up where I'm like, whoa, I'm feeling insecure. I didn't mm-hmm. like that. Da 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 da. And then it's kind of like, oh, drama erupts, and then it's like, okay, so yeah. obviously in the future, <laughs> this w- this type of thing isn't going to happen anymore, exactly. and we're going to do this, this, and the other thing yeah. to make sure that it doesn't again. I truly think if you're going into polyamory or open like honesty and communication are like 
they're your foundation or it's gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm super honest. It's easy for me to talk about, but um, Scott is like he's usually pretty. It's not that he doesn't want to say things. It's that he just doesn't. It just doesn't come to his mind. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if we're gonna do this. You gotta tell me. You gotta talk everything. You gotta be honest. And he's done a really good job. Yeah. Stepping up to the plate and just tell me how he feels. So that's, I'm super proud of him for that. That's amazing. Something else I realized too is that um, we were at a strip club recently because <laughs> I just love strip clubs. <laughs> I have clubs. a feeling you like strip clubs. I do. <laughs> um, and I did realize that I am turned on with certain girls around him. So there's this stripper yeah. that we had known because like it was a place we had been to like two years ago. So like we knew her. Yeah. And like I was really attracted to her because she has the same blowjob fetish as me. Yeah. So, and then, like, she was doing the, like, lap dance, but she was, like, riding his cock. Yeah. And I was so turned on. I'm like, okay, so in a capacity, when I'm attracted to the woman, too... Then it does work. Then it does work. Yeah. Yeah. Same same thing with me, I find. It's like, don't check in once about a thing and then just apply that to all your partners. Yeah. You have to check in with every partner. It's a case-by-case thing. Mm Because totally same thing kind of happened with us, where it was like, he was like, oh, well when I did that with whoever, you liked it. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, true. <laughs> I did. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and now I do not. Because uh, yeah. those are two different people exactly. that I feel I have totally different relationships with. Exactly. And comfort levels with. Yeah. You know, so every ask every totally. time was like the, yeah. the uh, thing we found out. <laughs> the oh, new rule. Really? The new rule was ask every time yeah. or check in every time. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, it's a whole new scary world, but uh-huh. I'm so excited to just, what, what we referred to it as just taking the jump off the cliff. Yeah. And like, that was what we called it before she had come to Toronto and all this stuff. It's just, we're taking the jump off the cliff and we're yeah, doing it. Here we go. I mean, still I mean, there's so many positive things about it too. Like maybe the yeah. positive things are kind of super obvious um, that you get to, that it's exciting and yeah. this adrenaline of, you know, new partners and newness, yeah. constant novelty and newness, you yeah. know. Um, as opposed to monogamy, which is like... Well, monogamy really wasn't working for us. Like, I cheated, you know? Yeah. I couldn't keep it in my pants. Yeah. Um, he he was really loyal, because, like, just... He is. Because that's his personality. Yeah, his his spirit animal is the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's loyal to a T, but I am not. Mm-hmm. I am... I'm a whore. I'm <laughs> a straight up slut. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just like, and I love sucking dick, so, like, that does not work for monogamy. You've, you've mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> that does not work for monogamy at all. <laughs> you get drunk, you find yourself in a room with some guy. Well, like, dick in your mouth. Oh, shit. Oh, I fell onto like it. This. Yeah. <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, so. Bad kitty. That's, that's one of the reasons I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get messy drunk. <laughs> oh God, yeah, being drunk threesomes are a whole other or a whole, oh, whole yeah. other situation. Um, yeah, we're <laughs> yep. we're about at break. Um, what have we learned so far? That all your major life changes have happened in strip clubs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you really like blowjobs. Yeah, perfect. Um, we're gonna be right back. Uh, we're gonna tell. Let's talk about camming. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shall we? Uh, we'll be right back, everybody. After a quick commercial from Come As You Are, we'll be back with Bad Kitty. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. 
Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm Erin Pym and I'm here with Bed Kitty. Bed Kitty. She's a bad kitty. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so we we promised we would get to camming <laughs> yes <laughs> at some point but we wanted to talk tell me uh, just what's going on right now with camming because it's kind of a funny but also it's a funny story a terribly inconvenient <laughs> yes. for you so like I said like I started camming at the same time I started the open relationship and I was a week into camming and then and then I got my first yeast infection ever, <sighs> followed by something called bacterial vaginosis, which sounds gross, and it was kind of gross, but totally fixable, thank God. Yeah. But it came from being in an open relationship. And so now we're all going to our doctors yeah, and you're taking, all it. taking all the antibiotics, but I can't cam this month at all now. <sighs> And I had this this week of camming, and it was just so fucking fun. And I was and then you I had was to stop. Paid, and then I just had I couldn't because it was painful. Fuck. Like I couldn't I couldn't rub my clit without it hurting. Oh God! Then you can't. And yeah, yeah. So that's ter- like like and I was just saying that that is that's another risk of being in an open mm-hmm. thing, right? Is now the, I know like, more exposure <laughs> to STDs and STIs, yeah. right? Because um, you're sleeping with yeah. more people. And she's allergic to latex, so I'm okay. not exactly going to tell them to use pigskin when condoms suck, anyways. Yeah, and they're in love, and I want to, you know, I want them to be happy. To be fluid, me happy. And yeah, like, and you can be. They call it fluid bonded. You know, with with a group of people, you can mm-hmm. be, you know, say like her her two boyfriends or however many you said. Yeah, and she, she you has and your a boyfriend, boyfriend, and then I have a boyfriend. So and the my four boyfriend of you. dates her. Yeah, so the four of you could yeah. uh, could be fluid bonded if you guys go to the doctor, make sure yeah. nobody has anything. The four of you could be fluid bonded. So what does fluid bonded mean? It just means that you don't use, don't need to use protection. Yeah, well, that's that's basically kind of the point we're getting to because yeah, like yeah, me yeah. and Scott don't use condoms yeah. and but obviously there's so many risks that comes yes. with not using condoms yes big time big time um, but there is yeah that th- that can happen where a small group of you can well, be we were we were really um, we were okay with the idea because she had only been with like five people mm-hmm. she hadn't had that many partners I had way more partners than mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. so I was like oh well you know like this is gonna be okay yeah and then, oh, there's common stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Ugh, yeah, oh, God, I feel her badly body, for you. Her body chemistry is just different than mine, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And then the second uh, topic we were saying is that sex workers, um, as you've as you notice, you can't yeah. work if you're uh, I not sexually realize, well. But my money comes from my pussy. Yeah, so you so have to... my livelihood. Yeah. And now I realize, like, fuck... 
my lo- I can't go on cam. I can't do the things I love because like I would cam even if there wasn't any money involved. Yeah, I just, you love it that much. I love it. I love having like an audience of fellow perverts. Yes, like watching me and like I know they're all like disgusting and like behind their computers, <laughs> like the people who go, you know. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah, and really sucks. Oh uh, yeah, I know. And yeah. and we're saying. Um, this was just all pre-recording. We just had a little ramble about it. Um, we we're just saying that a big stigma for sex workers is people just think, "Oh, am I gonna? Well, am I gonna catch something from them?" Because mm-hmm. they sleep with so many people. Yeah. And the truth is actually that because their livelihood, like directly, re- is related to their sexual health, that they're mm-hmm. gonna be taking all the oh, safety I'm measures. I'm gonna be taking all the safety measures yeah. now because now I'm like, okay bacteria in the mouth could make me infected if like you know yeah someone's pussy was on someone's mouth or dick and then oh man bam i'm infected again man bam bam (laughs) bam bam blam (laughs) and that's the thing like i've lost camming for this month i'm not gonna lose it again yeah you know like if that means my boyfriend's not getting laid well he can suck it (laughs) i love him but i'm gonna be camming he can suck it with a dental dam (laughs) over a dental dam over my pussy that's where he can suck it yeah Uh, (laughs) um but let's talk about camming so you so what did you how did you exactly get into this you said you just looked up the website. You saw girls were doing it and so, looked up yeah, the website. I got to go through my brain frog because I am a stoner <laughs> looking brain. through the clouds of weed of my brain. Um, yeah, so I was doing the Instagram thing. Yeah, and I noticed there were some really hot girls here in Toronto who were doing this thing called camming. Yeah, and I wasn't really like I didn't really know what it was, and they were all using the same website, which was myfreecams.com. Yeah, and. Yeah, so, so I... So you went there and what I was, was on... I was following them on Instagram and then I went and I... Because what they do is they post, they'll be like, I'm online. Oh. And then they'll give you the link and you'll go to MFC, which is my free cams. And it's just them broadcasting their webcam. Yeah. And they're just hanging out. Yeah. And they're just chatting and it's like their living room or whatever. And then people are chatting and you have to have like a premium account and then you'll like tip money. Yeah. So you'll just like be like, okay, here's some money and like sometimes people do something when people tip them a certain amount. Right. And then you get a request for private shows Mm -hmm. where you make so much money per minute. Mm -hmm. And, but they'll be like, okay, I want you to do this, this, and this. And you don't have to. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's, that's the idea. That's the idea. (laughs) That is where you make your money. (laughs) Yeah. So you went to that website and just signed up or do you phone somebody? There's a a little tab and it says become a model. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fuck yeah. And I clicked (laughs) on it and they just, uh, you have to send in some photos Mm -hmm. and then I got approved like that night. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, like they just need me to send in a photo of me holding my ID. Mm -hmm. And that was basically it. Like they accepted my application. I was camming within like two days. Wow. And then I get a check once a month to my house. Wow. And it is so fucking cool. So was, you, so what do you do each, each session that you work? Like, do you choose your own hours? When do you do it? Um, so I try to do the same time, mm-hmm. um, just so I can get like a regular audience Client coming based. back to the same time, which is usually around like 8 PM or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just log on 
and you know you you make sure you start out with the clothes because yes. if you just start there's out nowhere naked, to go yeah they they don't give you any money <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you, you want to save it for the private shows right yeah right and you want to make yeah um but i'm a cheap slot and i, I usually end up coming before i've made money <laughs> so it's gonna take practice with me like there was one night and this guy was just dirty talking me like because there's these like little private message boxes sure. you get and he was just dirty talking me about all the things he would do to my pussy and like eating me out and fucking me and i made seven dollars that night but i came 13 <laughs> times <laughs> i just was like guys i don't even care this i'm not even good at this getting me so horny you know who you are and then i just took my magic wand and my dildo and i was just like oh this is great <laughs> I'm living my best life. <laughs> Seven dollars later. Seven dollars later. There's just some that like won't even take the top off for hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're the ones who have been doing it for like a couple years and they they know, they know how to I'm, run the business. I, I don't know how to run the business yet. I'm a total noob. <laughs> So, okay, so you're doing this, like, how many times a night, and for how long um, is the so, shift? So, uh, the best nights to do it is, like, Fridays and the weekends, because that's when people get paid. Yeah. So, and people just, like, to spend their whole paycheck on yeah. damn girls. Yeah, yeah. Good for me, like, bad for them. Yeah. Um, but I try to do it as often as I can, because, like I said, I enjoy it. Yeah. So, I've only had a week in, but, like, because I've been not doing it all Aww. month and I want to, I'm going to be doing it every fucking night. Every Even night. Even if for... I make $7, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just going to be doing it. Yeah. And, yeah, what was the question? I can't remember. Oh, I don't <laughs> I fucking know. Um, <laughs> it's lovely rambling. I'm totally rambling. just intoxicated by it. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay, so what types of things might one do okay, as a cam so girl? For me, like, there's cam girls have all different styles. And, like, I usually, you have a room topic, and I'll usually say, like, curvy stoner or something to show that I am a curvy girl. I'm not just, like, skinny. Yep. And I am a stoner, so, like, I like to attract those kinds of people that are into that. Mm -hmm. And so you'll make your room topic each night, but I'll also be like, if you want to spank me, it'll be 75 tokens, mm -hmm. which I think one token is a nickel. So 75, like, it's only, like, a little bit. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, but if you want me to come... It's like a thousand tokens or something like that. Right. Um, but for me, like, I just, I, I be myself. Yeah. And I try to attack, tr attract the people that, that like want, you for that you. like me for just, you know, being a stoner and talking about video games. Yeah, your authentic self. You're non-performative. I'm, I'm a tomboy. Like, I might dress like a girl, but my personality is a trucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a trucker stuck in a chick's body who is having so much fun. Who's having the time of her life. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just trying to be myself That's as great. much as possible. I can't not be myself. No, yeah. <laughs> and and um, there's kind of a discussion to be had about, like, whether pornography is can be authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, is all pornography um, manufactured and performative? Right. And on the flip side of that, like, is all regular private sex that you have with your partners non-performative? Right. And completely authentic. Right. And it's like, no, there are, you know, porn can be authentic. Yeah. And, and regular, you know, one-on-one -on -one private sex can be performative. Yeah. Um, and there are elements of both in yeah. both types of sex, right? So this is an interesting thing now because my dream is to be a director someday. Like a porn director? Well, no, like a movie director. Oh, like a movie director. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I have to, I'm going to be selling my own porn because 
cam girls sell porn while they're online and they sell their Snapchats. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be selling videos. So I'm going to be directing my own porn by default, which is <laughs> ironic because I want to be a director. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I have all these plans now. Like my favorite band is Muse. Yeah. And I don't know if you know the song Supermassive Black Hole, okay. but I want to set up a camera and do like a strip tease with Supermassive Black Hole, but mm-hmm. then also hopefully like squirt at the end of it or something. <laughs> Hopefully, like squirt at the end of it or well, something. Yeah, or something. I really want to do a squirt video because I've squirted before, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do it again because I was afraid to get the bed dirty. Yeah, and I I'm know. Like, I know I can do it, and I know they would pay money for it, so I need to get a squirt video. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> but I'm really so, excited to direct my own porn, yeah. That's fucking amazing. Um, so, for people who don't totally understand what we're talking about, when somebody says, like, when you say like to spank me, pay this much. Yeah. They're not actually it's just you on a camera. So yeah, what it is so, is I'm broadcasting yeah. my webcam to the community. Mm-hmm. And people are at on home at home I'm on their in, computers. I'm in my room. Yep. There's no one around. Yep. I'm in my bedroom. The cam is set up on my laptop. Yep. Co- totally comfortable. I could be in my pajamas if I wanted to. Yeah. But I put on some sexy lingerie. And so my broad my my webcam is broadcasting my bedroom. Yeah. And people join the room. So I create like a, a room. They create the they join the virtual room. Yeah. So yep. I go on to my free cams and I set up the room with the yep. broadcasting. And then people that are patrons of the website, they'll log on. Yeah. And so you can go on for free. You don't need to pay any money. You can just creep. Mm-hmm. But you if you're a premium member and it costs like twenty dollars to become a premium member, that's how you tip. Yeah. And they interact. They can interact with yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, and people will type into the text box, mm-hmm. and they'll be talking back and forth. But if you're free, you can't type in the text box. Yeah, and but like I don't have to see anybody if I don't want to. Like when I do the private show, you can see their cam, yeah. but I've never done that. Okay, I don't have to. you can see them on their computers, but I don't choose to. I didn't realize that. I've never ever <gasps> viewed anybody else's webcam. The everything I've been doing has been them watching me yeah. and me interacting with text. Just text, chat boxes. Yeah, that that's what I thought it was. And people only. do ask me to see their cam, but I don't. And I still do my thing, and I still have a high rating, and I still make money. I didn't even choice. realize that was a thing, that you could see their cam. Of course you could. Yeah. I'm so dumb. No, I did dumb. not even realize that you could do that if you wanted to. Yeah, so, but I... I just, but you don't. I don't, because, like, honestly... Like, Why not? I, I do, like, I have a fetish for sucking dick, but I like women more than men. So, like, I don't want to just view dudes' webcams all day because I'd just be like, oh, so much Yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I usually don't do that. I just soak up all the attention. From yeah. So, the when they're, so when they're typing... In like chat I, box. Yeah, or, or, like, you're offering for them to spank you. Right. So what is, how does that manifest when they're not touching you, actually, at all? Um, well, so, like, I'm always, I'm constantly talking to them in the room, mm-hmm. and, like, they know, like, I'll sometimes just put the chat, uh, room topic in the chat box again, so it'll be, like, they'll get a reminder that it's 75 to spank me, and, like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mention it and stuff, mm-hmm. too, but, like, they know because we're talking. Yeah. So um, you'll just spank yourself, though, I'm saying? Like, like... Well, they'll tip me a certain amount. Yeah. And then sometimes there's a note with it, too, and, like, they'll tell you what they want. Okay. Because they can leave a little note when they tip. Yeah. But so I'll have like if it's seventy five to spank, I know when someone tips me seventy five, I'll just spank myself naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah that right. might not have been what they wanted, but they tip seventy five and that's what I have listed, so that's what they get. <laughs> how do you balance okay, I feel like I would be a terrible cam girl. Cause how do you balance you gotta be reading their messages. Mm-hmm. 
you got to be answering. You're talking and stuff. You got to be chatting. And you've got to be, like, looking, like, doing something sexy. Like, how do you balance all the things? I'm just me. I'm just me. Yeah. I'm not trying to be any more sexy than I am. Like, I I do get really insecure because, like, my boobs look great in a bra, but because I used to be overweight, as soon as they come out, gravity. They fall a bit. They're yeah. not this perky. Yeah. <laughs> they are, you know, so. Like every fucking woman. Like normal, <laughs> a normal fucking body. Like. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just doing. You're just doing it, hey? Because I feel like I'd be sitting there and like squinting at the screen, like not, not even in the frame of the it camera happens, at all. Just like it. be. Yeah, just fuck, just fuck it. it, right? Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. And they still—they don't care. They, do, don't care. they don't care. No, I mean the, the the type of people that I seem to be interacting with are not people that I would interact on the street. You just, you just get a feel for like who they are, and it's like okay, but for some reason it's just like it—it just works. It does. Yeah, it just—it just makes sense. Yeah, it just works. Yeah, yeah. Because I've um, heard from another friend of mine that does did camming at one mm-hmm. point. Um, she said that a big thing is like webcam girl meltdowns. What's that? Like that they just ha- have an anxiety moment um, right. because all the things they're doing, they're typing back, they're reading the thing, they got to answer, they got to do yeah. the thing that people are asking, and they just freak oh, man. and are just like, ah, I can't. Like they just have a spaz well, cause, anxiety cause moment. Because I am new, right? So my rooms are still like, I don't reach more than like, the most I've had is 70 to 90 people. Oh my God, that seems like a lot. But no, the big girls, the big girls get like twelve hundred people. Like, oh my fucking god, I did not not realize that either. But with even with a room full of ninety people, um, so many of them are free, so they can't chat, and only so many of them are premium, and only so many premium want to actually talk. Right. So So only a handful of people are actually handful people actually talking. But like the private messages that come in, it's a fucking ton. Those are hard to deal with. So what's the difference between just the chatting so there's a ch- and there's the private a, message? There's a public chat mm-hmm. and there's a private message. Okay. So people can all talk in the public chat. Everyone and everyone can room, see it. in the room can just talk. Everyone can see it. I can see it. One big room. Everyone can and see it, And they can though. also send me a message that nobody else sees. Okay. And that's when I just get all the fucking messages. So it's all the private messages. You find out all the fetishes that people want. To, like, I had this one guy who was like, can I see your teeth? And I'm like... Why? Because, like, I'm really, like, kind of vanilla in a lot of things. So you're like, why even? I have no idea. I honestly don't even know. Yeah, I'm like, why? He's (laughs) like, well, um, I'm a dentist, and, like, I have this dental thing where it's like, I just want to see your teeth, and, like, I want to do a private show, and he was willing to pay the money, but I'm like, I'm not comfortable. (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't want the money if I'm not going to be into it. Um, Right. But I was like, I have a lot of cavities. (laughs) And, like, I really did. I was about to go, like, I was a week before getting, like, a bunch of fillings. It was, like, even better. And I'm just like, man, like, you know, I could have potentially made, like, $500 that night, but I didn't do it because I wasn't genuinely interested. And I won't do right. it unless I'm genuinely interested because I do care about, like, Your giving own. them good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's know? not going to be good if you don't. Yeah. Just ha- I gotta do not be into care. it. You gotta be into yeah. it. So you can just fully, you can just refuse or ignore yeah, I usually the just, messages or whatever. I either ignore or just tell them, like, I'm not your girl. Yeah, fine. Find, find that, another find room. Find someone who's into that, because I'm just not going to give you what you want. Yeah. But uh, I've also had someone ask me if I do small penis humiliation. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I... 
Like, no, like, I no. got a, I got a friend you can recommend. Oh, my God, I'll give you all her information. I've got a friend that that is her jam. Oh, yeah, not my jam. <laughs> not my jam. I, I really like it when they want me to be like, um, yeah, what is your daddy? Jam. Yeah, I'm really good at that. Like, there's this one guy I put a leash on. Yeah. And like, you know, the leash isn't doing anything, but no, uh, it's not attached to anything. He, he just likes for me to call like myself like a dirty little slut. And like, yeah. I do that with my boyfriend anyways. So it's very authentic. It was very authentic, but me and my boyfriend at first were getting really into the daddy role play. So yeah. he was like, oh, you can't call someone else daddy. Uh, <laughs> but it's kind of eased off now. He's just like, fuck it. Like, well, whatever. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, that's another whole subject of conversation. What does your boyfriend think about it so he has been if it wasn't for him i wouldn't be doing any of this interesting he was the one who was like oh man post your pictures to instagram like do it like get out there he's the one who's like sam you love strippers like if it wasn't for him i'd still be in my hometown doing those drugs that will make my teeth fall out and unhappy and i would probably be a crackhead yeah if i hadn't met my boyfriend yeah which is crazy because i'm like i'm the total opposite yeah that's (laughs) my life is doing all these amazing things right now. Yeah, and that's very interesting that you kind of see, like, the sex work path kind of saving you from... Like, a lot of people think that the sex work path is what you're doing when you're down and out and at rock bottom. Like, that's the the stigma. sex work, once I took the drugs out of it, because I wasn't... I was doing the drugs for, you know, reasons that were to do with insecurity and all that. Yeah. But thankfully... I got rid of the drugs before I <laughs> went into the sex world because the sex world helped lift me up into a place that was healthy. Yeah. Because I'm trying to love my body every day. I'm trying to go to the gym, eat healthy foods. Yeah. And becoming a sex worker was part of being sexy, healthy. Yeah. Sexual, I'm trying to say. Sexual health. Yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> sexual wellness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get to yeah. a place of like sexual yeah, so, wellness. Yeah. That was what. Yeah, sex worker was for me. That's amazing. So healthy. So he is totally supportive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Does he yeah. find it sexy? Well, he loves telling people that I'm that you're a cam, cam girl. girl. Yeah. Because he's only now <laughs> just becoming really open with who he is in his like marketing arena. Because mm-hmm. it can be like a very corporate world, but he's just like fuck it. I'm telling everybody that I love doing LSD. I'm gonna tell everybody <laughs> I have multiple girlfriends and one of them's a cam girl. <laughs> and sometimes I'll walk into his office because he works from home. And, like, he'll just be talking to a random entrepreneur and be like, I'll see, like, one of my naked photos. <laughs> oh, really? Like, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm bragging that my girlfriend's a cam girl, obviously. I'm obviously <laughs> I'm like, bragging. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's really lovely, like, that he's so yeah. supportive and everything. Yeah. Like, I, it's so good. Could have been totally different. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we have boyfriends who are, like, not cool with this, like, a lot of times, like, I know I probably wouldn't have been secure enough to be like, fuck you, I'm doing it anyways. I would have just stayed with him because I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. But, thankfully, he's not like that. He's not like that at all. No, yeah. Yeah, because is the... I feel like people that are in relationships that also do sex work, you know, sometimes the partners do have some kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, well... I feel uncomfortable with you doing this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. You know, so they've kind of got to adapt their sex work to make it comfortable for the partner, right? Yeah. It Um, it amazes me that society has, like, like, just the way that sex is in our world. But we come from sex. Yeah. Human beings are born from sex. Why is it so shamed? Why why is people not showing more skin and, you know, being affectionate on the streets? Like, we come from that. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> why we're here. It's how we're here. Yeah, why are we ashamed of that? Why are we not talking about it more? Why is there not more knowledge about sex? Like, yeah. I wasn't even really aware of, like, these infection things. Yeah. And, you know, like, sex should be talked about more and all the nitty-gritty and the good stuff. Yeah, I same, I mean, for me, I think the only way we're going to all really start having good sex is yeah. to, like, talk about it. Yeah, like, like, as a teenager, sex was really awkward for me. Yeah. And if I had a, had more knowledge, it wouldn't have had to have been so bad. <laughs> so very so bad. So bad. I know, I have a similar, I have a similar experience. I, I lied about being a virgin because I was embarrassed because yeah. my friend was really slutty. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, all the power to her. But um, I was insecure that I hadn't slept with people so i just said oh yeah no i went to uh when i went to mexico with my family i hooked up with a guy yeah i came clean clean about it years later but like i just lied and then when i did lose my virginity the guy thought i was experienced yeah and we were in a field and i remember (laughs) he still had his clothes on and i was completely naked yeah and he just came on my face like it was so (gasps) degrading wow yeah and it was just like this is how i lost my virginity and the worst thing was like he actually wanted to be with the other girl who was the slut, and and then that ended up happening, and yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with people? I mean, some people love a bukkake. Don't get me wrong, but... It was me, though. Like, I put myself in those situations because, like, I was going through eating disorders. I was going through, like, all these self-worth issues, so I would just put myself around people that would do that to me. Yeah, that would validate the way you felt about yourself already. Well, yeah, like, even if they were treating me bad, I would just hang out with them, and it was better than hanging out with my parents at the time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing of, like, you date your, you date your Mm self-worth. Like, you, you know, like, you're gonna, if you feel like If you feel shitty about yourself, you're gonna date somebody who feels shitty about you, too. Oh, yeah. Because that's your perspective, that feels right to you. Yeah. You know? Totally. I feel worthless, and that person treats me like I'm worthless. I'm like, so we're must be, we must be the perfect match. Yeah. Like, oh. I actually ended up, and, like, I'm just an open book, so I'm just going to, like, word vomit. <laughs> I actually ended up getting pregnant for him afterwards. Wow. So he ended up being with the, um, the other chick, mm-hmm. and then the, she broke his heart, and then mm-hmm. he came back to me, and then finally, like, we had some stability, but I, um, we just, we, we, I got pregnant. We were really drunk one night. Yeah. And I'll never drink Jack Daniels again. <laughs> and, yeah, I kind of got taken advantage of, if I'm being completely frank. Like, yeah. he wasn't as drunk as me. Yeah. And he saw it as a way to hold on to me. But wow. But at 16, I was smart enough, in my opinion, to realize, like, I don't want to reproduce with this man. Yeah, good for you. And it will fuck you. up my life. Good for you. And I was like, abortion all the way. Yeah. And I did it. And, man, if I didn't... That'd be another situation of me still being in my hometown, not doing any of this. Just stuck and just... I would never know that I want to be a director. I would never be working on a cartoon every day. Yeah, your cartoon. And camming every other night. Yeah. Yeah. Because camming is what's going to put the money in my pocket so that I can... Do your be, other things. Do my cartoons. Yeah. But I'm still going to cam when that cartoon's running. Like, <laughs> you, you better believe it. Oh, yeah. When your cartoon is on Netflix. Uh... Yes, I'm still going to be camming in the nighttime. You'll still be camming. Because <laughs> I would do it like, without the money. That's I just, amazing. I love having an audience. Yeah. 
of people watching me masturbate. Yeah. And I didn't know that. That's so great. I, I took this little BDSM quiz. Yeah. And it's kind of like equal to like a Cosmo quiz, but I just, <laughs> it asked me some simple questions and I realized, okay, no, um, I like people watching me. I could do it in public places yeah. and I should try some BDSM stuff. <laughs> And me, Total exhibitionist. Yeah. yeah. And me and my boyfriend were actually trying BDSM things. Like, we had just entered that world. Mm -hmm. And then the infection happened. Fuck so me. So we were having the kinkiest of sex ever. And then the infection happened. Uh, we had literally bought a bunch of toys at the store you work at. Like, <laughs> like $200 worth of, like, whips and chains. Oh, uh, now you can't. And I was just sitting there. And I was yeah. just sitting in the corner. Well, don't let that stop you. Oh, Get right no, back on that oh, horse. Well, I'm just like, I'm even more ready to go than I was before. <laughs> I can imagine. You've got a lot of uh, of sexual anxiety building I've, I've up inside doing you so right now. For all the things I want to cam about. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and like Aww. the porn I want to make. Like, yeah. I'm like writing out like little scenes and stuff like that. Oh my god, you're the best. I can't so even I, take I, it. I can't wait to start filming porn. Oh, yeah, and that's the next step, right? That's the next step. That's the yeah. next step. Oh, my God. Can we have you back? Because we're at time already. Totally. Like, we just, we barely... <laughs> <laughs> when we were on our break in the middle, we're like, oh, yeah, we got to talk about camming at some point. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure we have so much more to talk about. And, well, and wait till I cam more. I'm going to have even more stories. Yes, please do. Yeah, let me, <laughs> let's talk about when you're actually in it and doing yeah. it. And, and you I've know, only dip my toes in. Yeah, just <laughs> dip your toes in the little waters. Um, do you have, so tell us again where everyone can find you if they want to go on your Instagram okay, and stuff like that. So my Instagram is meow.bad.kitty. Meow Bad Kitty. And my... You can get everything else from there if you go to my Instagram because the usernames change a little bit. I couldn't get the same username for every platform. Yeah. So meow.bad.kitty. And from there, they'll have links to find you. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Yay! Okay, I'll great. you up. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, Bad Kitty, thank you so much for coming and speaking with me today. Thank I'd love to have you me. back. Will you come back? Absolutely. Amazing. Um, everyone, again, this is Bad Kitty. Uh, find her at meow.bad.kitty on Instagram. And I am Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often, everyone, because we release a new episode every single Friday. If you want to see the Bedpost show live, our variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica, on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show, or at our new website, uh, bedpost.ca. Oh my god, I need to write that down. Um, <laughs> lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. <laughs>